Alright, welcome back everyone to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb and with me as always is Craig. And we are actually kind of taking the show on the road a little bit. Uh, not necessarily intentionally, but I am over here on the other side of the state uh, than normal. I'm in Kalamazoo for some stuff with work and it's kind of been a chore to get things going around with the podcast uh, this this week and everything, kind of maneuvering around all this, and then the weather is not helping anything out. So just a shout-out to our listeners. We know that we've got some over here, not necessarily in Kalamazoo, but in the area at least. Uh, so shout-out to our listeners. Uh, and I know that when you'll be hearing this, by the time we get posted, I will actually probably be back on the other side of the state. But on the story of coming over here to the west side of the state, uh, Craig... You are well aware that I tried to stop by and see you at work today, but you disappointingly were not at work when I came. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to do like a cardboard cutout of myself, like hopefully to fool you, but didn't work out that way. Yeah, it was disappointing. I I was looking for presents that maybe left me or things like that. Yeah, I I was thinking, I mean, if I was good at anything, um, I would maybe leave you a virus or something on your computer, but I'm not that smart. (laughs) And uh, I didn't, I mean, I was was in full anticipation that you were going to be there, so I didn't have anything uh, planned. If I had more time, maybe I could have gotten a little creative. Um, I know there was... It could have been the fact that I knew you were stopping by, and I was like, man, I feel a cough coming on. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm not feeling too good. Well, you know what's going to be funny, and actually people probably don't realize this, is that that would have been the first time since we've started this podcast that you and I have been at the same place at the same time. Yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know that, but, uh, you know, we can see Caleb and I don't get to see each other very much because he's kind of up north and I'm down in the East Lansing area, so we don't get to see each other. But when we do, you know, we try to make a effort to meet up and do something and things like that but this time wasn't uh sleeping very well obviously i have a little shoulder problem so i wasn't able to make it got a little bit more sleep and slept in so so yeah it was bummer but i i definitely had heard what uh was going on with you so totally understandable still coming off of that injury and i know that that can't be easy on you but uh yeah but yeah i popped in gotta see a couple people that i know listen to the show uh, Brandon yeah. was there, chatted with him a little bit. So, so we got to get these, you know, listeners get out, get this word out that uh, the Blues Brothers Sportscast get us out there, so we can actually be in the same room together and use a couple mics in the same room. So we're not doing it uh, from long distance. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, make it so that there's a way that because I mean, yeah, well, I, I guess a couple things to kind of just discuss in general with this, like. I don't know if people really quite understand exactly what's going on with this podcast. I mean, yeah, it's a Michigan football podcast, but we're not out here trying to label ourselves as like people with inside information. What no. what really kind of got this started was that you and I both love Michigan football and we talk about Michigan football. So we decided to talk together on a podcast about Michigan football, but I th- the main intent of this podcast currently at least is trying to create a place where Michigan football fans can come together and talk about Michigan football all year round. Basically. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, who, especially now with Harbaugh with the program, I mean, that's everybody's talking about Michigan football all the time. And so this is just a place where you can voice your opinion. You can tell us what you think. We'll share. I mean, that's why we set up the voicemail. This is set up to become something of a fan uh, connecting point where people can talk. I mean, you know, we've had some regular people already, but, you know, to have it grow, to have people give input, we want to share it. We want people to uh, learn more. We're not We're not going to be in, I mean, maybe eventually when we get this going long enough, maybe we'll make the right connections and have some inside information. We're not advertising that right now, but what we try to do is, I'd say above the average person, we do a good job of researching stuff and trying to be up on information and share that information when we can, probably more so than the average person, and so we share it. But yeah. uh, obviously, since this is not our job to do this podcast, we're not as uh, informed as some individuals that you'll see on online and on Twitter and stuff like that. But we want this to be stuff for the fans. Like we want fans to be included. We want fans to have a good time. And um, so that's kind of a little know-how of what we're doing with this. And so uh, just yeah, kind of moving. We're the real deal, man. I mean, if you fans. You know, if you want to get listeners, you got uh, people on Twitter looking for, uh, you know, all year round talk about Michigan football and you're a football fan. I'd say Caleb and I are the real deal, man. We don't we don't pull any punches. We're not making up stuff. We're not uh, acting like two guys that have inside information and you should come to us about a lot of things. Yeah, you should maybe voice your opinion. But um, what you see is what you get. We're not making we're not trying to be something we're not. Um, we're just a bunch of fans just like you. Um, and I think it shows. And, you know, if that's probably why we're growing. And I hope we grow even bigger. And, you know, we get the fan base growing. And that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, like, well, for instance, I mean, what we're going to be talking about this time um, is, I mean, sometimes we're going to have real specific stuff. Like, obviously, during the season we had – uh, game previews, we had game reviews and specific things that were going on. And then, but here during the off season, we're going to be covering a lot of different topics. But right now, uh, what's going on since they're having their spring practice and they're down at the IMG Academy and there's all this hog going around it, we're going to talk a little bit about that today and just like give our own thoughts about what's going on, how things are going to change with it because there's almost without a doubt going to be a rule change moving forward. But, you know, I mean, this is us here. We're talking about we're sharing our thoughts and everything. And basically, it's kind of us inviting all the other Michigan fans to join us, you know, sharing our thoughts and, you know, agree with our uh, agree with us, argue with us. We, We don't really care. I mean, like this is just I mean, everybody's got those friends that they get together with and they talk about sports. And this is this is we want to connect people. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like what Harbaugh says, you know, he's like, I love it. Doesn't he use that specifically like people connecting? Yeah. 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 So that and it's almost perfect because, I mean, I didn't even think about that until now. But that's kind of what we're looking at is just, you know, connecting Michigan fans where we're looking and hopefully hoping that people will get connected and get interested and we'll get larger discussions going on. But with that being said, uh, as long of an intro, I guess maybe what that was, but um, 
Michigan is down in Florida at the IMG Academy, and here it is Tuesday, late Tuesday night, um, after the ugly snowstorm that we're having up here in Michigan. The team is enjoying beautiful, sunny Florida for spring practice and going to the beach (laughs) afterwards and having fun and playing on the beach and going in the ocean or the the golf, actually. The golf, they're on the golf side. And Boy, do, what a time, though, isn't it? Yeah. What the, what timing during this is a bad snowstorm here in Michigan, terrible, and they are in Florida. That's just perfect. It just makes Jim Harbaugh's case even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it and there was a really, um, I just actually read it before I called you, but there was this great, and you've probably seen it, I can't remember the person's name, uh, who shared it or any, who even wrote it, but there was a really good, straightforward article about Harbaugh and these practices on, you know, is it about targeting recruits? Yes. Not completely, but yes. Um should the other coaches be mad? Yes, but they should be mad because they didn't think of it first. And should they really be concerned with it? No, not really, because there are all these other factors uh, brought into it. Um, somebody else was talking about it. Man, who was it? I can't remember who it was, so I can't give him credit. But a really good point is that Jim Harbaugh is taking the team down there for one week. One week. One week out of the entire year, Jim Harbaugh is going to be taking the team down there. And it's going only going to be in one very small specific spot. So how many player? I mean, that's like in one state too. So how many players can this really impact? If like high school players are like, oh, you know, I want to go see Michigan play. Are you going to really probably get player? You're not going to be getting players from like. Uh, you're probably not at least getting players from like Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, and stuff like that. You're probably just going to be getting Florida players. Maybe I mean maybe you're going to get some out of state players, but I. Re- I don't think so. I have not heard of out-of-state players. So you're really only going to be getting some in that immediate area, which are some huge ones because of IMG Academy. But really, it's it's a really small um, – it's a big impact, but in the scope of things, like when you're talking about all of the ACC and the ACC territory, this is a really small, very specific targeted area. And so to think that Jim Harbaugh taking his team down there for a week is causing this much issue when these schools are in the South all the time, they have great weather all the time, they have the beaches, they have the the warm weather, they have all this stuff going, going for them, and their schools are right there. So the if at any time... Uh, player wants to just go even to a university and see their campus not even on official thing like they could just show up there and look at it they can do that whenever they want like they're, they're down there they could drive by it or whatever they can't do that with michigan because we're like 20 some hours away so it, it it's astounding at how people do not put it in perspective yeah that's a good point caleb i mean you made is the very fact is that tells you how much of an impact Jim Harbaugh is making, not only in uh, U of M, Michigan football, but in football in general, college football, in the whole circus that it surrounds it and what he's doing. I mean, the very fact is he's taken one week during this time and they're causing such a media frenzy over this that he's shocked that you, it's only weak, like you're saying, that he actually can make that big of an impact, and then the South just by that shows you something. Even 
it seems like they're afraid that he can actually take one five-star guy or a four-star guy that might matter and pull him into Michigan that way is incredible. Yeah. I mean, that he has that kind of a pull, and that's why I'm saying a lot of this media coverage that he's getting, or you know, all the negative he's getting, is the very fact is it shows their true colors. They're scared to death because Jim Harbaugh isn't bending the rules. He isn't breaking the rules. He's just filing a loophole that the rule book has never pointed out, and he's exposing it. And guess what? Now they're going to start addressing these rules, and they will come up with rules to not to stop him and you know what he'll do he'll find another way of doing it just the same way the very fact is Saban did the same thing when he started oh yeah he started doing the same exact thing as Harbaugh did it but now Jim is just getting more heat from it than I ever seen before Saban ever did when yeah. he got there well yeah part part of the thing though too with when Saban did it was social media wasn't what it is today exactly so that's one yeah. thing that you didn't see um but then also you know i mean when everybody freaked out and the whole saban rule came to be i mean that was also something that was in the article that i retweeted um, uh, again i apologize i can't think of what it was um but the uh the saban rule came into effect and after that you know not long after that he went off and he was at alabama and he won his championships Yep. So it's just like when somebody does something like this, I'm not saying that's a guaranteed every time, but you know, I mean, they, they innovate, they do great things. And so I don't know if they're just getting scared ahead of time. And some people are saying too, that, you know, why is anybody being concerned like this? So crazy. Um, when Harbaugh hasn't done anything, I mean, yes, he did come into sec and he beat Florida basically in, in their house. Um, convincingly but i mean he's not we weren't in the final four uh we didn't win the big 10 uh this year or anything i mean they're they're freaking out over a possibility of something but nothing has been proven yet right exactly and then you had jimbo fisher coming out from florida state who actually said i really don't care it doesn't bother me and i was like well good for you man because he's like look if we can't keep our players here in florida from jim harbaugh then then we we need to recruit better, and I'm like he's exactly right, yeah. you know. And I I'm I'm like not only is it competition on the field, but it's competition in recruiting. And you better do, you better get the best, and you better do a good job. And he's absolutely right, and I like that he said that. You know, mm-hmm. is do it, and and Florida State's sitting in good standings when recruiting because they're top three, four every year, so they do a very good job and. It's just more competition, and that's fine. I'm I'm welcome to it. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing that I mentioned um, was some stuff, and I've said this for years. I mean, even before Harbaugh was at Michigan, but I mean, even mentioned before, the SEC does have a distinct advantage. Not even just from the fact that so many good players are in their area, like the ACC SEC territory, but also, I mean, the the Big Ten is probably one of the most uh, is one of the conferences with the most disadvantage because we are all northern schools. Like, yeah. how how many? I mean, if you if every player did a pros and cons list for the one of you know location for the school, every Big Ten school would be a con. I mean, really, honestly, when you compare it to, would you yeah. rather be in the north where it's going to snow in the winter, or would you rather be in the south where you're going to have the beach and you're going to have the sun, or even if you're not 
directly on the beach, you're going to be within a couple hours of being able to go to a beach. And it's going to get the coldest it's going to get is like 50 degrees. I mean, there's the only the only way that they could say that it's a pro for the Big Ten is the city and the university. Nothing with the actual geography of where the school is and everything. So geography, Big Ten is at a huge disadvantage to the Pac-12, to the SEC, to the ACC, even the Big 12 with some of them, especially the Texas schools. So, I mean, they've been competing against this against this all the time, and now the Big Ten or the Big Ten Harbaugh specifically comes up with something to uh, counteract that, and everybody yeah. freaks out uh, yeah. over it instantly. Well, you know what I think, Caleb, is, is uh, the point I haven't heard yet was I really think Harbaugh's not only doing it for the morale of this team that we've been under uh, coaches that uh, were mentally we weren't prepared for teams or we weren't mentally a strong, tough team. We didn't play like it. We had good players, but they just mentally weren't into it. And I think Jim Harbaugh saying, look, in order to build a good team, you have to have mentally strong teams. And for him to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a team. I'm going to take our players, and we're going to go down to Florida and play. I mean, doesn't that build morale? I mean, excitement within the team and the players together and teamwork. And, I mean, I would be knowing that every year that Jim Harbaugh is my coach, that that time of the year, spring, that playing, we can play in the South for that little time and have a good time together. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be incredible. That's great. Well, I mean, going to a great morale booster that Jim Harbaugh is doing. He, trust me, he looks at every facet of everything he's doing. Yeah, it could be about recruiting and getting a couple players, but it's also, I think, for the team mostly. And I think the SEC is just jumping way out of, you know, jumping into conclusions that it's just all for recruiting. And I don't believe that. I think it has to do a lot with he actually likes his team and cares about him. Oh yeah, no, yeah. There's, there's no one specific reason for, for this. I, I don't think you can anybody could boil it down to one thing because I mean he even said you know they were going to be watching Remember the Titans last night. I'm pretty sure that's what went uh, down. That's what they said was going to go down, and so um, you know I, and we've discussed this before. I don't. I know that Jim Harbaugh has a ton to do with all the stuff that has been going on at Michigan, but sometimes some of the ideas I kind of look at and think of, it's just like, is this 100% Jim Harbaugh's idea? Like, I'm wondering if he sits down, he talks with his dad or his brother, or the staff, and just they have a general discussion and somebody says something and then Jim Harbaugh, like, takes it to the next level. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it'd be really awesome if we could give the complete credit to who it's due. I know that Jim Harbaugh has, like, 90 percent to do with it but i kind of could almost envision it where jim harbaugh he seems to be a fan of remember the titans where he's just he he could have been sitting there thinking or maybe somebody said it where it's just like you know it'd be really cool to do a team bonding experience each year where we go and we practice somewhere away from everything else and we focus on our team and so it's just like yeah but why don't why don't we do that and then maybe somebody says or maybe somebody said it to Jim and he's just like well what the heck why don't we take a spring break and we go to Florida and then somebody somebody else might say well what what the heck why don't we go to IMG Academy of in front of all these kids and they can see us so it, it I really kind of wonder how it, it'd be really cool to see how it might build and form and everything but it's just like he he's not out there conniving and trying to 
tote the line of the system and riding the fence yeah. and everything. He's just out there coming up with these ideas and he'd be like, you know, this would be cool. The, the players would yeah. like this, uh, or I like this, or this is going to be team building. You know, these, these are things that are cool. These are things, I mean, cl- climbing the, climbing a tree, was that something that yeah. was giving a competitive advantage or something like that? No, he did because it was some cool, it was some different. It was just like spur of the moment. It's not like yeah. he was sitting there planning it out forever and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's absurd to think that Jim Harbaugh's a guy that actually goes, hmm, I think the only way I'm going to get this recruit to come to Michigan is if I climb this tree. That's my, a lot of other coaches I can think of right now. Some of our rivals would do that, but that's not Jim Harbaugh. That's not in his character. I don't believe it at all. That's just something where he's like, hey, let's do it. It's, he's always been that way, very competitive. He likes a little challenge here and there. If he could get out on football, put on uh, pads and a helmet, he would if he could yeah. and play. Oh, yeah. So. Well, that that's a thing, too. And I'm not coming out and I saying, I'm saying I know this. But just from what you see, what you read, the videos you watch and everything, and the way he acts, he he seems to be one of the more real, relatable coaches. Like, uh, some of those coaches you look at and they just come across as entitled and untouchable, almost. Like, I am, I'm wanting you to come to my school, and, and they're not saying this, but it's almost in their thought process of, I want you to come to the school, but I know that I'm better and more accomplished of an individual at life than you are. And, um, you should come because I'm this great person kind of a thing. I know they don't say that, but some of them, you feel like they have that mentality where Jim Harbaugh seems to be more of a real individual where it's just like, I want to get to know you. I want to know like what you like, what you don't like. I want you to like, I'm enjoying my life in Michigan and I want you to enjoy your life in Michigan too. I think you'd be great for the team. And stuff like that. And I, I don't know that things like this go on, but I kind of feel like sometimes it might just be like, you know, if there's a player that's on the fence that, you know, maybe if it's not like a top five guy where it's just like, you know, it comes, he re- he knows, and I know every coach knows it, but it comes down to what the player thinks is best for them. So in some... Yeah, yeah it does. It feels like Jim Harbaugh's a guy that... Um spends 80% of his time with the recruit and he doesn't talk about football. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's I very mean, true. He really does. He seems like a guy who goes, Hey, tell me about your family. Where'd you grow up? You know, all these things like, Hey, what are you, what, what are your interests besides football? You know, some of those things I think he finds fascinating and wants to know that about his family and everything like that. than he does about football a lot. Of, and you can tell from the interviews, watch one of his interviews, some of the reporters talking to him and you see, he, he kind of redirects it to something fun. I mean, like talking about the trick-or-treating, he went in. He actually wanted to talk about that more than football. It was pretty cool to see. It was very real of him. I mean, I'm sure he, he has to, but I, I really believe that he just he is very honest and says, hey, I'm going to work your butt off. You know, you're gonna come, if you're going to come to Michigan, we're going to work your tail off, and it's not going to be easy at all. And I think players want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, he—it's almost like, from what you've already seen him do and heard him say, it's like he goes in, talks to a recruit, and says, "I, I think you could be a great member of this team. I'm not guaranteeing you anything. I'm, I'm get yep. uh, the. Well, I, I'm not guaranteeing uh, that you're going to start. What I'm guaranteeing is that you're going to come, and I'm going to make you. If you do what I say and what my staff says, we can make you into the best football player that you can be." And 
but you have to put forth the work. So I'm not going to guarantee anything because that's on you, but I'm going to give you that opportunity. And it, yeah. that, it's kind of like he he gets them that to that point after building that relationship. I, I don't know exactly how it works, but it just, you know, yeah. the, the way he says things, the way he does things, I mean, that he, he just seems one of those more real coaches, kind of like what I was saying and everything, but it's really like going way off out there and everything. Um, the, the practice is happening this week. So back to practice, 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 practice. What are we talking about? Practice? We're talking about practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? I mean, we're talking about practice. Um, practice, practice, practice. Why are we talking about practice? Um, <laughs> but uh, it's nice to see that's been getting uh, national coverage, ESPN, all over the place. Oh, everything, yeah, it is. <laughs> which has been awesome. But um, but back to practice and everything, uh, it, you, you just really have to anticipate that it's not going to happen again next year. There's going to be some no. kind of rule. There's going to be some kind of change, which is really really stupid because all these other things take forever to change. Like there'll be certain rules, other uh, stuff about how the game is played and all this other stuff. And it'll take years for changes to happen. But once it's something like this, once somebody has got some kind of advantage or somebody's doing something different and some coaches are complaining, then all of a sudden some, something's going to change within like eight months so that they can't do it the next year. Yeah, they'll put some force, some kind of rule and whatever. And yeah, and you can see that. Um, yeah, you're, you're starting to see people. It's amazing how U of M football, Michigan and Jim continues, even after the recruiting has died down. He's still in the news no matter what he's doing, even the spring game. And then you had Plaxico Burris tweeting out about um, the MSU Spartans don't need to go to. Uh, a, a south to the south on spring break to get recruits they'll come here you know because we have so much pride that people want to come here and and then you know, of course you had mark and antonio going you know what practicing in the spring down south is actually a pretty good idea i think we might do it too I'm like okay come on it's a great idea everybody knows it is yeah. i think a lot of the northern schools went damn we should have thought of that and we didn't and he did so I have to think, Caleb, that I'm that they're in this room, and I picture Jim Harbaugh like like a pencil in his mouth and kind of just flickering it, and he's got all his coaches around and him just going, Any, anything? Can we take our spring practice down in, to Florida? Can we do that? And then they're all going, is there anything in the rules that say that we can't? And then them all like thumbing through the papers, like, <laughs> and then gone. And I don't see anything, and him gone. That's what I thought. Well, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> just, that's how it happens. I, I really think that's kind of how it happens. And, and you know, I, I'm not there, but it seems like that's the kind of guy he is. And I was like, I'm like, yep. And, and that's how it's pretty simple, but yet causes so much problems and issues with everyone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally for sure. It's just he, he's him and his staff, the stuff that they've come up with has been crazy, but um, just uh, kind of talking about how it comes up all the time and everything, I mean, we, we've had some different conversations. Interestingly enough, uh, for people who didn't see what a, came became a longer conversation, it was kind of interesting that I don't really know exactly how it came and got started and everything, but there was a Georgia fan 
that um, started yeah. getting it heated and into heated conversations with us. And uh, he, he was, uh, it was all in good uh, sports conversation, fun and everything. And uh, just a little dogging going back and forth. And he was trash talking. We were trash talking. And it, some of this stuff was making sense. Some of it was kind of questionable and everything, but a uh, little part that kind of came up in the conversation actually uh drew's host fire 72 was a part of it i remember was when we were talking about how it's it's kind of crazy how everyone else is making this stuff about harbaugh so big like it almost is like people are viewing it as a conspiracy by michigan on like trying to be like oh everybody look at harbaugh everybody look at harbaugh and it's just like we're we're not the one we're talking yeah we're talking about harbaugh yeah everybody talks about their own program but the reason why it's getting so big is because everybody else is talking about him if you people don't want him to be a big deal then stop talking about him you know it's right. it's and i know like then people are be like oh well it's the sports media and everything well it's just like it's it's not michigan really michigan's not out there like promoting this and being like oh espn look look at us do this, sir. Yeah, this is well, what he's a doing. lightning rod. He, 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 I think he drives ratings. I mean, anytime you mention him, he drives ratings. It has to. He, they would not even talk to him if he didn't drive ratings. He's been this way since, to the 49ers, to staff, to Stanford. So it's not like this is a new thing. And then the very fact is, like you said, he did that, and then, um, and then you saw him on. Um, he didn't even do anything. I watched watching the NFL Combine on Saturday, and then I realized that um, Rich Eisen had uh, Urban Meyer on there, and they're talking about Cordell Jones, oh, yeah. how he's doing at the Combine. And then as soon as they said, well, thanks for coming, Coach, and he says, no problem. Then they pan away, and then the camera guy zooms right into Jim Harbaugh's plaque in the stadium, and Rich Eisen goes, and, of course, they're zooming in on Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> makes that comment. I went, I went, oh, my God. It was, it, like you said, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't the fans' fault. It was just something like that. I'm like, I don't even think it was Rich Eisen's fault. Even he's saying you're going to zoom in on his plot. And it was like <laughs> just a stab urban and just cause us, look, dude, there's your rival. It was so it was kind of planned. I don't know what it was planned, but it was funny to watch. And so I tweeted it out, and it got me a lot of response. He got got a heated discussion with the Ohio um, Buckeye troll, and yeah, it was interesting to see that that they just get up bent out of shape. And I went, I had nothing to do with that. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. Well, it's almost kind of like, oh, what we're talking about another college coach that isn't Jim Harbaugh. Here, here's a segue to talking about Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> exactly what happened yeah so oh man but well uh more stuff to kind of go with the spring practice i mean i know there's been some other uh some different stuff about it i mean you uh you were talking about the stuff going on with peppers where he's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah his stuff changing with uh don brown uh you, we were chatting about that a little bit why don't you go ahead and cover some of that yeah, we're talking about uh, day two at the spring practice and saw that um, they actually moved, or they didn't move him, but they had uh, Jabril Peppers at uh, the Sam linebacker spot, which is interesting because of the very fact that we were weak last year in it and why they would do that. And I can see why they would do it because they need somebody fast that can tackle and do well, and I think he'd do really well there. But the problem is, is – does that help our secondary? Cause that is he better at the safety spot than he would be at linebacker. So, and I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know. You know, if he's at middle linebacker or something like that, then possibly, I think they're just checking to see how well he does at that spot. 
Yeah. You know, maybe Harbaugh sees that we have a really, really good secondary without Peppers and to move him. He, the guy's too good. You're going to have to put him in a spot that maybe we're weak at. He can, seems like Peppers can play anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Looks <laughs> like he can play anywhere except, you know, uh, uh, offensive line or defensive line. I mean, he's not big enough. So, but I mean, that's how good he is. But I, I mean, I can see him at linebacker somewhere in the middle linebacker spot somewhere like that. But, yeah, I almost want to do a bold prediction right now for the 2016 season and just say oh. that Jabril Peppers is going to score a special teams touchdown, a defensive touchdown, an offensive yeah. touchdown, and pass for a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I almost want to say that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm there, there quite yet. Because a defensive yeah. touchdown would be tough. But I really yeah. think a special teams uh, punt return would be possible. I really think that he'll get another offensive touchdown, like either running back or a pass play. But I think he'll pass for one too. I think they'll use him for something like that. So get a hat trick going. Yeah, he'll he'll be all over the place. But speaking of passing, um, a little information with the uh, quarterback position. Uh, if anybody didn't see it, O'Corn is uh, going to be wearing number eight. Uh, he was sporting number eight in the uh, practice and everything and actually something that i kind of mentioned i didn't really get a lot of conversation going on it but it seems kind of odd to me and i know that jim harbaugh is not a jim harbaugh wants competition the staff wants competition they want there to be competition at every position to get the best out of all their players um up until like right before the season starts but the thing that kind of it surprises me is how in some of the media that people are still kind of saying, well, if Michigan can find the right quarterback, if Michigan has a good quarterback, if something, something with the quarterback, uh, who's the quarterback going to be? And I feel like I'm not, and, and I know that in the media, there are certain things that you can say and you can't say, cause you can't really guarantee it. But I feel like, uh, even in the more general discussions, people are saying that's more of a wide open thing, but I feel like O'Corn has, and you've said it too, has owned it and has been the front runner for a long time. Oh, yeah. It's been very obvious. And actually, when I kind of posted something out there, I was just kind of like, "Who, who's doubting that O'Corn is going to be the starter? Um, and then uh, actually uh, somebody, uh, one of our followers, uh, Marcy, at Marcy H 71 was thinking the same thing too. She was saying that uh, she was hoping that he is. And, uh, she was bringing up how there's the competition factor that they want to have the competition, but that's why I mentioned it. it's just like it just feels like people have so many questions around it. Where I mean, yes, I understand what the staff is doing, but I feel like everybody kind of watching the situation is just like there's almost no doubt that unless something crazy happens, O'Corn is going to be the starter. Um, she was saying how he was the number one pick for her. I feel like he's the number one pick. So. That's what's anticipated, yeah. but it feels like almost kind of like the media is just, or most of the conversations, just like, ooh, we don't, we don't really know, and we don't know, you know, it could be, you know, Morris, maybe uh, Peters comes in there, jumps ahead of them just by training, and Jim Harbaugh working with them or yeah. Malzone, whatever. And I'm I, like, you know what? There's no way in the world that Corn's gonna get is gonna let go of this position at number one. There's no way. Yeah, he's way too focused. Um, just when I'm, from what I'm hearing from the spring drills and stuff like that i heard he's really looks great um i just there's no way i, I would be really very shocked if somebody just 
goes above him. I mean, it would take an injury to Elkhorn during the season or something in the beginning of the games to have somebody jump in there and do better, like a Malzone or Peters. Um, I, I myself don't see Morris jumping in there and taking that away from him. Yeah, no, I, like that. I don't either. I, I so. definitely do not either. Um, but, I mean, yes, I... And like I said, I totally understand from the staff and coaching standpoint that they they're not going to announce anybody that there's always going to be the constant competition. But I mean, they're like this is basically where I'm getting at is that there are certain people that are seeing the practices that see the players a lot and see the progression that they're doing and everything, and it just seems like the conversations are kind of making it out to be like, oh, somebody is competing with him for the starting position, and I, right. I mean, maybe maybe. It's some things are misleading and I'm just kind of misinterpreting it, but it, there have been some things specifically with people saying if Michigan yeah, can find the right quarterback. That, why would that be the most um, talked about when actually it should be, you know, who, who's what's the running back situation going to be like? Is it going to be some committee? Is it uh, is Kareem Walker going to move ahead of that? What about Higdon? Um is Devion going to have the bulk of the carries this year? Is Ty Isaac going to be look better than you know he did last year? Is he going to kind of grow up and get better to be the five star recruit that he's supposed to be? Um, that's the real question I'd like to see. I don't know about you, but me, I would like to see where that situation goes because I'm not sure Devion Smith will be healthy enough, or I don't think his body's built to work all the whole season. I just, yeah, I'm not exactly sure he can. I could see him uh, being put in as a fullback. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I mean, considering that fullbacks don't get played as much, and the condition, like you just brought up, his condition and everything, so I could see him being in at fullback sometimes. But I mean, I don't know. He he is big enough for that. But that's kind of like thought thought just on the. But it is. But it is interesting. I mean, I was reading that. Um, I I that Jim Harbaugh doesn't seem like he's even going to use uh, the one to two uh, tight end sets. He's going to go to three tight end sets, and I can see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have enough tight ends right there to do that. I mean, really tall, very big, and I go, you know, and then you have a Chesson and you got Darbo on the back and the ends there, and then you get the three tight end sets, you know, maybe one to block and then two open. Oh, wow. I mean, that would be interesting to see that you get these six foot five, six foot six tight ends catching, you know, and we got the the guys to do it. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, that'll be exciting for sure. For sure. Um, Well, kind of to head things into wrapping this kind of up, um, since this is all revolving around the spring practice and everything, um, I guess something I want to ask you, and we've discussed a little bit, but what do you think is going to happen then with spring practices? Like what, what do you think they're going to kind of say the rule is because of Harbaugh doing this? What do you think they're going to change it to? And then what do you think, if you have any thought of what Jim Harbaugh is going to do next to just do something new next year? Like what, what are you thinking? Well, I think they're going to put something in place to where you can't, um, you can't use the students' spring practice time or spring break time to use for athletics or anything like that. They'll put that in place. I think they'll be able to do, to do it during um, 
the actual football time and the stu- and, and actual school time because this is on the school's uh, spring practice or spring break time, and I don't think they'll be able to do that. Something like that will be in place. But Jim Harbaugh will have something. He'll figure out something. I don't know. Maybe it's like you can't go out of state. I don't know. that You you don't have a certain amount of, like, 100 miles away from where you're supposed to be that you can do this. I don't know. But um He'll find some loophole in there. Do you have a opinion on what you think that he can find something around that? Or Well, yeah, I mean, that's where I think that they're going to go where they're just kind of like, well, you can't use spring break time because that's for students and students get spring break and blah, blah, blah. But then I saw somebody post and gosh, I, I'm this was a little while ago and I really should have remembered this one. So I apologize. But um, somebody posted that they could honestly see um, Harbaugh packing up like 50 tutors and taking them down to Florida with them and them just taking like a week of classes down in Florida and still doing um, school and practices at a different location with taking tutors. Oh, I can see that. So, (laughs) I I, I mean, I don't, that, that's a little out there. I don't know if that'd really be feasible, but I mean, that, that could be something that he kind of tries to find a solution with. Um, If they shut it down, completely and everything uh right offhand uh it's it's tricky i I don't know i mean but he's he'll have something up his sleeve especially if that uh that that tutor uh idea whoever came up with it was a really good one so if uh if they just say that they can't do it during spring break i could see him trying to attempt something like that but yeah uh, i can see that too yeah or maybe maybe they'll all just take a field take a field trip quote unquote (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Take a field trip somewhere, so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> or or oh oh no, not really that. I don't know. Well, well, obviously, I think Jim Harbaugh wanted them to be outside. I mean, instead of in in one of their practice facilities, it's probably obviously got it's heated or got some things in it that they can be somewhat warm from the heat or the cold and the snowstorms, but. Um, yeah, but I think he wanted him to be outside, actually them to go not just play football, but be together, grow as a team, go to the beach, do some things that they want to do. It's not. I don't think this whole thing is just about just do football and that's it. I think he wanted them to have fun, have a good time, too, you know, and not waste their spring break just on thinking about football 100%. Yeah. So oh, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, well, Jim Harbour is a fun guy. He wants his players to have fun. I mean, it's yeah, yeah I it's. Agree. I mean, he's he's all about the hard work and the commitment and competition and everything. But he's also one of those guys that just wants to enjoy life and wants everybody to enjoy life. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so it's yeah, it will definitely be interesting to see and kind of. I feel like it's kind of dying down, especially since they're actually practicing now this week. I think that there's going to be not a lot said about it, except for maybe by the NCAA president or CEO or commissioner or whatever he's called or whatever. Um, but I, I think there'll be discussion around the NCAA. It'll go away for a little while. They'll discuss it. They'll talk about it. They'll come back with something and all that. But especially now, since it's actually here, I think once it's complete, you won't see it in the news as much. So, well, obviously they're getting a little bit missed at 
you get the MCC coaches like Tennessee, Auburn, Malzahn, you know, those guys are all, instead of talking about their football program, they're asking, what do you think about Jim Harbaugh going in your area? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm really still... Auburn, I don't get why Auburn cares because they're not even close. It's yeah. like, he's south, <laughs> dude. He's way south than you. Well, uh, I, I mean, maybe I missed it, but I have not seen, and maybe they, maybe they have asked that and they just haven't really said anything, but it's just like, when... When is a coach going to say, I'm not concerned about another coach in their program. You're here to ask me questions about my team and what we're doing. Exactly. It, so, yeah. it, you know, I mean, that that's the thing. And people have said that, especially in the media, where it's just like Harbaugh is winning this because no matter what they say, what they've been saying, it works in Jim Harbaugh's favor. If they're oh, for yeah. it, if they're against yeah. it, basically the only way you can beat it is you don't talk about it. So... Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole adage where you're saying, you know, bad, bad press is good press, even if it's bad, you know, or yeah. whatever it is. So that's what's happening. I mean, we're getting a lot of press and it's, it's pissing people off or people are liking it. And that's the way it is with him. So yeah. and it's never going to stop. It'll just keep going. He'll find something else to keep Michigan on the map. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he is. I mean, right now, you, you cannot say it without doubt with all the press and publicity that he's gotten and everything going on. He is like the most interesting man in college football. Yeah. Because uh, everybody wants to know what's going on. So, <laughs> but, uh, but with that, I mean, we'll kind of wrap it up. This was just kind of a quick conversation one. I mean, I was, I wasn't able to organize a whole lot. This whole conference thing has me thrown off this week, but, uh, but uh, it was good to make sure to still be able to connect. I kind of do a. It's kind of interesting to think because I was thinking I was like, "All right, sweet, I'm going to be in a hotel room. I can have fun with this. I can get uh, I can get maybe more animated, more into the conversation, and everything." Because at home, I'm worried about waking up the kids because we record so late at night. It's just like, okay, you know, don't get too carried away. Don't wake up the kids because. That'll ruin everything. Well, here I am in a hotel, and I realize, well, I'm sharing a wall with someone right next to me, so it's not like I can really do a whole lot here. So it's just like, yeah. Ah. Is that why? You, is that why you keep looking over off to the right, like something's going down? Uh, well, I hear people in the hallway, and I'm just waiting for somebody to come and knock on my door and be like, "What are you doing? It's twelve thirty. I don't know if you sportscast people, you know, just kind of, you know, listeners, man. You can see Caleb; he's looking over like, like somebody's about ready to break into his room. And yeah. I'm like, gonna watch it on my phone. Oh gosh! <laughs> and I watch it go down, and I'm going. Caleb looks like he's like, <laughs> you guys got to see this. Pretty funny. He's just, and I'm going, man, what's going on? <laughs> I go, I almost went. Are you in a motel? No, because <laughs> I can see you doing that, looking outside. Actually, actually, I mean to to really make it uh, pretty awesome and everything. I'm in the Radisson in uh, Kalamazoo. So nice. it's like it's like the hotels of hotels in the Radisson. And actually, um, since we're here for the conference, uh, this will be kind of the note that we go out on. Um, but we're here for the conference. And so, like, obviously, since we're here for a conference, we have a bunch of rooms. And then we also have a bunch of conference rooms and everything. And apparently one of the things that they did for us for a couple nights, I'm only here for one night, but the conference goes for the whole week. But uh, as an intro thing, they had, like, a, a networking social thing at the end of the night that I did right before we were recording this and it was up in one of the loft suites 
like they just had the social thing in one of their like the nicest suites in the hotel and dude it was ridiculous i can't imagine the people that stay there because because you walk in there's this like nice elaborate bathroom right there when you walk in but then you can go to either side and then you have this huge dining room table and a kitchen on the right side and then you have a, a spare bedroom on the left hand side and then you go around and it's like a uh, 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 half circle and you've got windows all the way around like a 180 view you can see a 180 degrees around and you've got this nice sitting area you've got your tv living room area then you have a half spiral staircase going up to the second floor of the room yeah and then there's the spot where you would have the king bed and everything and you had this huge bathroom back there and a walk-in closet and all this stuff and and of course this room is huge and so where we've got like 30 people in there for this networking social thing it's just ridiculous it's just crazy i can't imagine at all. yeah oh yeah that sounds cool man yeah so but yeah so yeah that's uh that's what i've been enjoying today for part of my work and everything so but uh yeah we're we're kind of closing things out here a little insight into what we're doing so uh shout out again to anybody here over in Kalamazoo if uh if I knew anybody ahead of time and could have given them the shout out and told them I was going to be over here I'd maybe grab coffee in the morning but hopefully I'll be getting out with us I mean I know a lot of Twitter guys uh Twitter followers and our fans you know sometimes tweet at us and they say hey you want a little get together and i thought that some of that stuff's pretty cool like outside of what we do yeah you know i I know drew is one of our good fans and good friends on twitter and he's like hey we need to go golfing i said well you know man i stink at it so i suck uh hope you're all right and usually when someone says yeah i stink too i go no 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 (laughs) you probably are all right i suck dude (laughs) Yeah. I'm going, no, man, I suck. No, you don't get how bad I am. I have play, yeah, but not very good, no. Yeah, but one thing that we'll definitely have to look into is the uh, spring game, which kind of sucks yeah. that's a night game, but we'll have to look into that because some people have talked about maybe meeting up with that. But, yeah, with the being a night game, that's going to kind of be tricky. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll try to plan yeah. things out and see. and do all that. But uh, as we're signing out, don't forget we're on – you can find us all over the place now. We're on SoundCloud as per normal. We're also on iTunes. You can subscribe to us and also leave a, re- a review. We would greatly appreciate that. You can also find us on Stitcher and tune in. Uh, those are other places also that you can follow us and subscribe to us. But also don't forget, uh, like we were saying in this episode, you know, this is a place that we want for Michigan fans to be able to connect. So email us, find us on Twitter. We're at blue bros underscore in our name. So that's at B L U E B R O S underscore. And then Caleb or Craig also have the voicemail and that's five, five, one, two, five, eight, three, two, seven, six. So that's five, five, one blue bro. And, uh, we really are looking for a fan interaction with the show because that's what we're focusing on. And, you know, it's Michigan football each and every week. We always appreciate you guys listening in and uh, tuning in. We hope you have a good week. And as always, go blue. Go blue.